BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Well, we are hours away from the doors opening for Berkshire Hathaway's annual shareholder weekend. 20,000 people are expected to land in Omaha this weekend for Saturday's meetings. On Saturday, CEO Warren Buffett's going to spend hours answering questions. There are a number of investing conferences and other events planned in the days beforehand. And with the larger than ever crowd, shareholders are going to see increased security. Think about that. He's like... He's like a money wizard. Yes. People coming from all oh. over the world. It's like Game of Thrones. They call it the Woodstock of Wall Street. It would be like uh-huh. uh, Game of Thrones. You know, all of them having to go to some wedding in Dorne. <laughs> um, in, in this, only you don't have to worry about being poisoned or In the century link. Mm-hmm. It will right, be jammed. So they're breaking it down in the paper. If you invested $1,000 oh, in Berkshire Hathaway 51 years ago, yeah. what do you think that $1,000 would now be worth? Oh, gosh. A million? I, I'll bet about a couple. I bet $2 million. $15.3 million. No! $1,000 would be worth $15.3 million uh, 51 years later. And that would buy you 10 Million two hundred thousand dilly bars. Well, that's what which I would is, spend it on which too. Is Warren Buffett's favorite treat at Dairy Queen. Oh come on, it's not really his. Yeah, I a bet dilly it is. Bar. Dilly bars are a dollar fifty. He's got simple tastes, <laughs> like some self, some Dr Pepper and whatnot. That's a bummer. My uh, grandmother, uh, way back in the day, uh, when it first came out, had opportunity like that to buy, and she passed on it. She said mm-hmm. no, thank you, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, attendees will find uh, um, there's security, heightened security this year. Um, uh, More fencing, bag checks, metal detectors at various events and locations. Now, starting today, people start making their way toward the CenturyLink. There's shopping going on there from noon to five. And then tonight is the Borsheim's cocktail party that starts at six. Saturday, early start. The meeting goes from 930 to four for the first time ever. It's going to be streamed. Yahoo. Uh, finance is going to live stream. It's available starting at 9 a.m. This is the first year Berkshire is attempting the live stream. We so, we'll all, see how it, it goes. so do you have to be somebody or can anyone watch it? I think anybody can watch it. You don't have to get like a code. Doesn't sound like it. Like a rich guy code. I'm sorry. Just the password's rich guy. Yeah, dollar dollar <laughs> bill. Uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart's going to host their annual cookout from 530 to 8 o'clock on Saturday. Sunday is the uh, 5K in the morning, and then, you know, wraps up. There's a steak dinner at Grotz between 1 and 10 o'clock. Uh, you know, Nebraska Furniture Mart, just to break it down, one of the news stations was reporting, 2014, they made over $40 million in the Berkshire weekend. Just just that one weekend? Just that one weekend. Wow, $40 people. million. Dollars. They say that's four and a half times the amount that they make in a typical week, and they're pulling that in in a weekend because everybody comes and buys everything. Here's how much Warren Buffett has kicked butt with Berkshire. All right, okay. so we go back 51 years ago. Mm-hmm. We both have $1,000, right, okay. to invest. I say I'm going to invest my $1,000 in Berkshire Hathaway 51 years ago. Okay. You tell me, eh, I'm going to put it just in the stock market. I'm going to put my $1,000 in the S&P 500, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Um, that $1,000 that you invested would be worth 
$112,341 today. Oh, wow. $112,000. Mine would be worth $15.3 million. You guys aren't even friends anymore. That's how much he's just. (laughs) You're so rich. You don't even talk to that guy anymore. The market, man. Holy smokes. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. I'm a bowing to you. It's basically, this is the yearly reminder for local Omahans yeah. to be angry at our parents and our grandparents. Oh, yes. For you not bet. investing. Like, you really? Bet. Yeah, that you chance. You sent me a card and said, happy birthday, kiddo. Here's a share. Well, if you do want to do wow. that now, you can become um, a shareholder. It's just uh, $221,400 for A stock. Uh, or you could settle for the B stock. That's a hundred and forty-seven. See, that's pretty good. That B stock opened up. I think it's like eighty dollars a share. Well, it's at one forty-seven uh, yeah. now. Wow, look at that! It's almost doubled. So go, go get yourself some. Then you can be like walk around with your credentials. Like, look, I got credentials. Okay, <laughs> lanyards. They're like B stock lanyards. Back of the line, plebeian. Yes. Um, wow. The Olympic swim trials are going to be here in just two short months, and there's actually a Nebraskan that's going to be really? swimming for her chance. Yeah, she uh, was just just wrapping up her senior year, coming off her senior year at UNL. Uh, her name is Alexandra Belunis, um, and she is swims the 50 freestyle. It's just one length of the pool, shortest race in the Olympics. Husker, is that what you said? A yep. Husker? Yep, a UNL. UNL lady. What's her name? Uh, her name is Alexandra Balinus. So she is coming off uh, a lifelong dream and her swimming career on a high note. She uh, wants to just see what happens. Now, she says she doesn't know if she's going to qualify for the Olympics. But she's God, got a she lot, of, you never know. lot of shaving off of her time to do. I guess uh, she can do the 50 freestyle in 26.1 seconds, but that the top swimmers are hitting that wall at 24.3, which two seconds to shave off. Is I mean, we are all like, what? Just swim faster. But, I mean, people who do this 50 freestyle, they don't even come up for breath. Like, it's just like you jump in, you swim, and then you hit. So, I don't know. We could have some uh, local love going on. Going on to the Olympics. Uh, Former House Speaker John Boehner, not a fan of Ted Cruz. This week, Boehner called Cruz a miserable SOB. And earlier, he called him Lucifer in the flesh. They don't like. Mm. They don't apparently don't Not like each other. Uh, Boehner blames Cruz for riling up House conservatives and prompting the government shutdown that happened in 2013. Uh, the Ohio Republican added that he and GOP frontrunner Donald Trump are quote texting buddies, sometimes golf together. So uh, I guess maybe his his chits are on uh, on Trump for the win. And at least 20 people are in custody after protesters took to the streets outside of Donald Trump rally in Orange County, California. He's out there campaigning for the, you know, the next big that's the next big state on the uh, on the plate. Hundreds of mainly young demonstrators blocked an intersection outside the rally. Um, and they were a group of protesters swarm police. And they were taken off. But uh, Trump Tower in Manhattan is safe again after authorities investigated a suspicious white powder that was found in an envelope. Wait, let me guess. It wasn't anthrax. Know, it never it's is, never right? anthrax. It's never anthrax. It's always cocaine or flowers. Cocaine. <laughs> but we panic. If you're lucky, it's cocaine. It's usually just flour. Uh, the powder was discovered in a fifth floor mail room when a staffer opened a letter addressed to Donald Trump yesterday. So three Trump staffers had to be evaluated as a precaution because of the scare. I always hate that because it's like, you know, it's the poor mail room people. Yeah, they get screwed. You know, you it's know. all like the the interns that are like, man, I'm just doing this 
Was an, has anthrax ever been sent through the mail? Yes. It did after 9 11. You remember okay. the launch? All right. I would love to know who were those? I don't know. We never really discovered who, who like, mailed what a them. Jerk wear out that some some psycho planned it with like 9 11. Like, well, this yeah. is. I always wanted to burn the world. And then 9 11 happened and some jerk went out there and hatched his plan and started mailing. You remember that? Yes, I we do never really that figured now. out. I don't think they ever did. Well, maybe they must have just kept it quiet because, like, how the hell did he get anthrax? Number one, mm. that then send it all out. Jeez, It'd be like my gosh. house is on fire, oh. and we're trying to put it out, and then on the side of the house, you're spray painting "dick" on the <laughs> house. Like, why would? Why how? What, what are you doing? It's bad enough. It's already burning. Yeah, but you and you're like, a- well, I never liked you. You always wanted to do it. Ah, man. And you have 15 point X million more than me. Yeah. So. Well, maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah exactly. Someone was harboring anger. <laughs> I went with the S&P and you went with Berkshire. Jerk. Um, so Vice President Joe Biden is calling on the Pope's help as the White House sets off on its so-called, quote, moonshot campaign to cure cancer. You know, this is the big one during the State of the Union. The president laid this out and put this at Biden's feet. So Biden is scheduled to speak today at a Vatican conference on regenerative medicine. He's going to ask other government officials and foreign drug companies to kind of pool resources, join in with the U.S. and speeding up the development of new ways to treat cancer. Really? It's been nearly a year since Joe Biden's son, Bo, died of cancer. So this is like a personal, personal, he's got a personal mission. Yeah. yeah. Vice President, he's a devout Catholic, and he hopes to have an audience with the Pope uh, to draw more attention and allies to the U.S. cancer cure effort. That'd be pretty neat, though, if we had like an international, you know, we put down differences and pooled international scientific research to, to kind of come up with the cure. To cure this stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty, that'd be neat. The Secret Service and the National Park Service are proposing what they call a tougher, taller, and stronger fence around the White House. The idea, which includes doubling the height of the fence from roughly 7 to 14 feet. Did you say the National Park Service? Yeah, they're part of it too. That's funny, because uh-huh. it's like a, a, a park? Yeah, I mean, it's considered a national monument, you know? I mean, people live in it, but the grounds and everything like that, it's it's under the purview like of the Park Service. Sometimes you show up and you actually, everyone's like, <gasps> taking pictures because the Obamas oh. are grazing in the grass. <laughs> rolling around, wrestling. They're feeding. They're but feeding. you do see like... Yeah. Park rangers there taking care of the grounds and stuff. So how many wall? Ju- how many fence jumpers did we have in 2015? Oh 2015, we had a lot. We just had one the other day. Like last week, there was another one. They just don't make the news anymore because I think that that's sort of like you know how you put a moratorium on certain stories. You know, like yeah. we've talked about, like suicide. Like you know what I mean? Some of those things where it's just you just don't talk about it because it, it perpetuates. The same thing I think with fence jumpers because I've read bylines where they're like another fence jumper. There was just one like a week ago. This fence is apparently just Why not a put siren a call for crazies. Well, put a sign on there. We will shoot you. you like, go. not with a gun. But you're very into like Game rubber, of Thrones. I'm like very in Game of Thrones mode. But like an archer <laughs> or a crossbow. Awesome. I mean, the, the visuals would be amazing. A guy hops the fence, is run across the field, <laughs> right through his calf. Freaking crossbow. <laughs> Let that footage go viral. Or maybe it could be like Hunger Games where there's like little mines where it's like, okay, you walk on this patch, you're okay. But if you walk on this patch, it's like a lava patch. And then all of a sudden, like you get like, oh no, it's See, eating my, my, you know. my fence jumper would have to go through something like the Maze Runner with those oh, big yeah. giant spider and things. And these would be right. things to make the experience of White House watching more exciting. Yeah. 
I mean, you'd be there with your family and you'd see a guy about ready to jump. And everyone's like, like, get your camera, good. get your camera, kids. We've got a jumper. Ooh, I wonder what kind of lava square he's going to step in. He's going to melt him down to the ground. Listen to the screams. Um, yeah. The kids are like, I don't like going to visit the White House. This is scary. That man screams like a lady. Uh, the, <laughs> party. Height of the fence from roughly seven to 14 feet. It's seven feet now. They're talking about doubling it. So this is the idea that they're uh, they're they're hatching. Uh, the proposal comes during a week in which the White House has placed was placed on lockdown twice, twice due to a fence jumper and someone tossing an item over the fence. I think it's going to be like the zoo. You know how there's areas that literally have a canopy around them. You yeah. can't go anymore. You know, like the bu- bu- butterfly arium. Yeah, just fenced out. I mean, like or a like net. They're like saying like net. like drone netting because we're going to have to start worrying about drones. Jeez. That's terrible. God, it's going to be like the zoo. Like the wow, they're feeding. <laughs> Look at them rolling around. Uh, there's <laughs> so uh, Minnesota police have a search warrant for Paisley Park. Uh, Prince, he was found dead at the recording studio April 21st. Uh, he was reportedly had prescription painkiller medication on him when he died. Uh, judge has agreed to keep the results of the search secret for 180 days or until the start of court proceedings, whichever comes first. Which is interesting because there's been all this talk about, you know, the painkillers that he was possibly taking Percocet and the, you know, the possible abuse that was responsible for taking his life. And there's new research out and I don't know how much this is true, but people with more friends might need less pain medication. Uh, Oxford University in the UK, researchers there found that people have more endorphins in their brain when they see their friends. Really? Yeah. Endorphins. It's like a, copi- a pain coping mechanism yeah. with your friends. Like if you're loved, you know, if, you, if you're surrounded by, you know, good people, love, you're, then the endorphins are high. Your body's natural pain. Those are your body's natural painkillers. So I need friends. Feelings of pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so they found that people with a larger social network have higher pain tolerance than people who are alone, isolated. Like, give mm-hmm. me a hammer and a hand with a uh, guy right, and a bunch exactly. of friends. We'll see how much exactly. pain he can tolerate. Let's take well, I mean, guy and super popular guy and pull both of your fingernails off at the same time. Stop it! <laughs> it seems like they're both screaming at the same cadence. <laughs> Jeff, let me use his hammer. Let's see how that works. And have people guess who the popular one is. Yeah. <laughs> Their conclusion was that friendships may actually help reduce pain, but it's interesting, I mean, that this would come on the heels of, you know, somebody like Prince who was dealing with, I mean, talk about somebody who was surrounded by lots of friends, I mean, you would think, right? But he was in lots of pain. Yes, but he was in lots of pain. Um, Yeah, so I, I think that there might be, some of that might be true, the idea of mind over matter. I mean, obviously, if you feel like you've got reasons to live and good things in your life, it's easier to trudge on, you know, as opposed to somebody who feels isolated and alone, but yeah, trudging on just the, those, that one phrase, that one sentence sounds awful. Trudge, <laughs> trudge <on>. away. <laughs> Keep trudging. <laughs> You're doing great. Keep trudging. Trudge so I shouldn't, on, so I shouldn't use that as a motivator for my children. Keep well, trudging. It, it's, it is an intriguing thing of, of, uh, of how you put a value on pain because yeah. How do, there's there's no standard. Like we can't plug something into you and be like, how much pain do you? Oh, feel? he's actually at an eight right now. Yeah, I mean, there's no uniform. That's why deal. <laughs> it's a doctor asking you. And there's the faces, by the way. Remember the faces of the smiley and the mm-hmm. and smiley, and it's just. I don't think that's a good way to, to rate well, how it. Else I would don't, you do it? I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's no constant. I mean, I don't know st- how standard. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 
to how, so, how much pain are you really in? Don't you guys ever wonder, like, how am I coping with it or am I really in a lot of pain? I mean, do you ever, when you have an issue and you're really hurting, yeah. you're like, am I being a baby or is it really, you know, because pain is supposed to, it serves an actual real world purpose. It's yeah. t- telling you, telling you, you like that you're hurt. Like, warning, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, jokingly, I mean, I'll say 10 at the hospital, you know, but even when you say five, you do feel a bit like a puss. You know, (laughs) well, because that then became becomes a thing where you're you're like, well, my answer is the key that unlocks what drugs they give me. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't blame you sometimes when people say the doc goes scale one to ten and you go nine. Right. Because you're like, what are you going to give me? Whatever I I have to say to give me the drugs. Give me the good stuff. (laughs) The morphine. I mean, because I've learned I try and then be a tough guy and I'm like, oh, probably a two. And they're like, then get out of here. Why You're like, you- okay, no, it was more than a two. <laughs> Why are you here? I mean, three. Is that give me sorry, morphine? Four, five, twelve. What gets me morphine? Jeez. What gets me now sympathy? Doc, what's, your, what's your pain level? And I say a two. And he goes, You're a popular guy. Yeah. He's like, I can tell when you walked in here, you have a lot of friends. Somebody's got a lot of friends. You're good. I'll just go ahead and give you a salve of friendship. Uh, All of a sudden, he brings in, you know, like, baroni. Yeah, and you're like, this isn't making me feel better. They're like, you are such a wuss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. Win $100 and get registered for a $5,000 shopping spree. It's Pick Your Prize on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. And I got irritated yesterday at Krispy Kreme. They're causing a traffic jam. <laughs> Krispy Wait, you got annoyed at Krispy Kreme? What and happened? Well, the people at Krispy Kreme at that, too. It, apparently, yesterday was Superhero Day, right? Okay. So, for Superhero Day, they were like, um, I, I, I had to look it up as I was driving, which is still wrong to do, because I was so irritated, I couldn't even stand it. Um, it was in the middle of rush hour at that. Uh, if you bought a dozen donuts, mm-hmm. you got a dozen donuts free. And I thought to myself... Why is everybody buying two dozen donuts at 4.45 in the afternoon? And why is there such a long line? I'm like, geez, off for Superhero Day? We and you were there too? No, no, I was just trying to drive by. Uh, it was at is that Krispy Kreme on seventy, uh, not seventy second, but one hundred and thirty second and uh, and center. Damn. Yeah, so people were trying to turn in, and then traffic was a jam everywhere, and it was just a. I'm trying to get somewhere. I don't drive rush hour often. And I'm like, God dang it, man. What is wrong with these people? Are we that hungry for free donuts? Oh, man. Last week when- Free uh, donuts? Well, it wasn't so. It was, but because it was superhero, you were like helping a cause by buying a donut. Yeah. What yeah. were you doing? Yeah. So I felt, I felt guilty felt for being angry. Right. But, uh, You're just driving yeah. out of the city like, I wish everyone in the city would get out of my way. <laughs> Well, last Where week you was that... Golf. What fast food place right. were you on the way to? Golf. Spaghetti sauce on my face. What's that money last week? Last what? week was that Jimmy John's. Don't you remember where they had that... Uh, that was a buck. The, uh, where it was the appreciation day where you could get like a six inch or a foot longer or something for a buck. Man, I was cruising around and I was like, what the heck is going on? There were crazy lines. Like people like stand against the wall. And I'm like pulling up and I was like, oh, and then I. Were you going to Jimmy John's then? No, I was, I was just going to the grocery store. Okay. All right. I was going to buy the supplies in which to make my own foot long. Um, and, and I forgot that it was, that it was that, you know, appreciation day because we talked about it off air, but yeah, I mean, and we have a couple different Jimmy John's in our neighborhood. And the people were because you had like you had till three three o'clock, and then three o'clock is when the promo ended, and this was like at two, 
and you would have thought that it was just somebody was giving away free money. I mean, it was like. <laughs> I mean, they kind of were because they were saving somebody maybe a, a dollar fifty. I'm like, how much is your time worth? I thought you got a free dozen if you purchased a dozen. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was saying. So that's you got two dozen. So people were getting two dozen. But, but the thing I was saying is I'm that. Saying you'd save more than what. We, oh, no, I was, heard Jimmy John's. No, thing I'm saying for Jimmy dollar. John's. I'm like, geez, yeah. for a dollar, like you're getting a six inch. For, for, I mean, like, how much is your time worth? You know, I mean, just go home and make a sandwich. See, I'm so dumb. I, I mean, I'm, in my mind, I was like, God, who's eating donuts in the afternoon like this? In the middle of the afternoon? I mean, this dinner time. <laughs> I just oh imagine all these families just, here's some donuts for dinner. You're like, so, have some know. respect. I'm a grumbly old man. Yeah, right? just big old jerk <laughs> snob. I could see if we were fit, fitness guys. Like, I don't even you know. I could you see if you were on the way to CrossFit. Maybe right. we could understand a little mm-hmm. bit of judgy that you've earned. But no, we're slobs. <laughs> you know? Yes. Maybe maybe uh, Krispy Kreme isn't your poison, but we got plenty of poison. Trust me. <laughs> I guess you If right. they were giving away Crystal Light vodka, you'd be oh. like, honk, honk, get out of my way. You're right. Big deal coming through. Big Free deal. Sla- <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, I, I I won't go buy Krispy Kreme, but if it's in front either. of me, man. They're evil. They, I mean, they're, they're always bringing them to the radio station, man. If they're here, it's hard not to you can't. eat one. If you I can can't, stop at one, one, how could one you stop glazed one? donut from Krispy Kreme is like a little bit of sunshine, man. Those but are how amazing. are you able to stop at one? I mean, I how? Start with taking one. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying Insane. it's the siren call. I can't, I I don't. That's why There's you're 800 about, pounds, Mom. Right. We need to talk about That's, this, don't we? <laughs> I'm a really big, wait a minute, was she a really big? I have a problem with donuts. Yeah, I don't. I That is my one, if somebody brings in like muffins and stuff, I can be like, eh, I'm good, thank you. But like uh, Chris um, from uh, next door uh, on Star, he's a Duncan man. Yeah. He's so he's so sweet. He brings in Munchkins. Like he'll bring in Boston creams and Munchkins for like the whole staff. Like he's such a nice guy. And at the same time, I'm like, I love you, but also like, stop. You he need does, to stop. Like I, he does it a, every Friday. It's, yeah, yeah. I saw him today with a Karenis's his little. What do you He's, call it? The paper, the bag. Yeah, the big box. box. Of, no, he doesn't bring a big box for us. Maybe that's just for you. But he no, doesn't bring the big box for us. He puts it in the studio. You can stop by and get them. Because I saw him in line because he's the nicest human being possible. And I was behind him in line at Dunkin' Donuts on our way into the show. And uh, I get up to the thing and they're like, your coffee's been paid for by the person in front of you. And I was like, really? Um, and I pulled around to thank whoever it was. And it was him. He was waiting for his box of donuts. That he was bringing in. I think he's trying to hook up with and you. And he paid it forward to you? Yeah, he paid it forward. He didn't know it was me, and I didn't know it was him. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know each other's cars. I mean, I had no clue. And he was like, oh my God, were you the lady behind me? He's like, were you the person behind me with the coffee? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh my gosh. I mean, it was just, he, he didn't. Just paying it forward? Yes. Why am I being such I a just good man? No. We just made the world a better place. <laughs> I know. Like, Chris? for someone's coffee at Starbucks. No, this was at Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, same thing. Same thing. No. Different, different Dunkin' brand. Donuts is a totally <laughs> right. different echelon. The Big Bunny Show. So Drake uh, released his highly anticipated new album, Views. Uh, it came out last night on Apple Music and iTunes. Uh, it stream- he streamed the entire 20-track record. 
Um, I guess he's saying uh, Drake is saying that he listened to a lot of Alabama Shakes and Stevie Wonder. That's for cool. You know, he's going to be in Kansas City. There's still tickets available, That'd but I'm sure show. after this album drops, the thing will sell out. Sprint Center, uh, Saturday, July 23rd. A lot of people really stoked from Omaha going down to that KC Drake show. He's got a good Ooh. voice. Uh, he also said that he has um, already written several songs that have nothing to do. With this album and plans on releasing the new music this summer. So, I mean, in addition to the 20 new songs that he just dropped with uh, views, he's apparently got more on the way coming this summer. He's just busy, busy, busy. Uh, Cat Williams is uh, apparently having a really bad year, bad time in life. Uh, he's so out of control. He is now um, he's now salting, throwing salt at people. He uh, had said that he was arrested Wednesday night at a seafood restaurant in Atlanta after attacking a manager with a shaker of salt because he was displeased with his party's seating arrangement. So he just got mad and was yeah. like, I, I think Cat Williams is hilarious. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's so funny. I love his delivery. He's just so tiny, too. Mm-hmm. He's so little. He's just a little I mean, guy. He's on stage. He's so Mario. sweaty. He gets yeah. so sweaty. Mm-hmm. He's pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what he did? Did he? I guess he threw. I guess he just threw a salt shaker. People? He assaulted somebody. What? It sounds very. Oh, um, that, that was on there. It sounds very like old worldy, right? Yeah. You know something you would do like like a gypsy would do. Salt. Throw salt. I just They're thought like, it was ah! somebody, he didn't like his party's seating arrangement, which I'm like, just move. Apparently, they chose to seat themselves instead of waiting for a host, but he still didn't like where he was sitting. So I mean, he started yelling at the manager, and then he grabbed a shaker of salt and threw it at the manager's face. Don't I'm you sort of sometimes like, forgive some celebrities for sort of being crazy? Celebrity-ish. I mean, yeah, they just got celebrity. an ego. They, we, we build yeah. them up. Yeah. They have an ego, and then, then they have this moment where, I'm Cat Williams. Like, but they're mm-hmm. used to being treated a certain particular way, and, uh, you know, it's a disrespectful thing uh, when they're treated differently to them. Mm-hmm. My, by the way, that was so bad. Assaulted. I know. I, that's a, not me. It was It was written like that. Do you want to know why you throw salt over your left shoulder? For good luck? Or did, I thought it was for good luck. No, maybe to ward it off. It's bad. to get rid of bad luck. Bad luck. Ooh. You, you spill the salt shaker, you're like, ooh. You know why you're doing it? Why you're throwing it over your left shoulder? Why? Because the devil is standing behind you, ooh. and you're throwing it in his eye. <laughs> get out of here. Get, get, get. That's the thing. That's the old world deal, that the devil is always standing behind you. He's always chasing you. Just waiting. Really? Don't. In some cultures, they throw salt, salt over their shoulder before they eat. Or maybe I just dreamt that. I don't yeah, know. maybe it's like a, it could be. Yeah, you know, getting rid of bad luck is also, I guess, giving you good luck. Mm-hmm. Making a mess. So, in a new interview, Kim Basinger is opening up about her relationship with Alec Baldwin. Their divorce. Uh, is, you know, was a heated one. And God, I'd much rather hear about a relationship with Prince, but okay. I know, right? You forgot. I didn't even know she really dated him. And all of a sudden you see this, you're like, oh my God. Um, you know, so it's talking about like their daughter, her, their 20-year-old daughter, Ireland. And uh, I guess Kim Basinger was saying that, you know, divorce is hard on a kid no matter how you cut it. And then theirs was really public and nasty. Uh, she recalls a time that she turned down the starring role in Sleeping with the Enemy, which eventually starred Julia Roberts. Yeah, She's like, isn't it sense. funny that I turned down sleeping with the enemy and then I went on to sleep with the enemy, she jokes. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, really? Was he that crazy, Mr. Hand Towels? She said that they're cool now, though. Life goes on. But, uh, you know, he, uh, Alec Baldwin, is remarried and they're expecting another baby. Kim Bassinger was like the most beautiful woman in Hollywood for a moment. Yes, yeah, she was. Was she in a movie with Alec Baldwin? Is that where they met? Uh, good question. 
I feel like because because Alec Baldwin almost seems like there's two different Alec Baldwins. When his first half of his career, he was like this good-looking leading man, but also was just a grease ball. Yeah, yeah. Like his hair produced its own product. He, he was like a he was he had like a beaver pelt. And then there was the second half of his career where he's on Thirty Rock, mm-hmm. and it's like he's hilarious. He could oh, step so onto the cast of SNL. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I liked the second half. Alec Baldwin. I like it too. I did not like him during the um, like the working girl phase where he was like his hair was dark and it was always greasy looking. He's like aged into being a very distinguished looking man, and that which is funny because as a young man he wasn't distinguished. He just always looked kind of smarmy. Um, <laughs> well, he did. I mean, trust me. I mean, I I saw him in a lot of movies. I was like, Ugh, he just did never did it for me. And then as he started graying. And gaining weight, it's like who knew that getting old, getting fat, and getting gray could do so much gravitas. Kim Bassinger is going to be in Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah, I think she plays like the mom or something. You know, she was in L.A. Confidential. She was in Batman. Mm -hmm. Um, She's been in a lot of stuff. Eight Mile. Eight Mile. Forgot about that. So just some ugly stuff. Like yeah, I guess they just had a really nasty divorce, and she's just talking about. I brought up Ireland in a very unconventional way. I just wanted her to be free, Um, but that she is just talking about how bad and you know the divorce was and how much it takes a toll and just. I think it's just interesting that she refers to her marriage to Alec Baldwin as sleeping with the enemy. I mean, I imagine that they probably had some pretty. Nasty fights. Oh, yeah. There the, was a lot of throwing the, stuff. The out movie there. I remember was 1991's *The Marrying Man*, and the leads are Alec Baldwin and Kim Bassinger. Oh, really? God, so maybe they and he is a then. complete greaseball. What yeah, year that's was at the that? height of the greaseball. Nine, uh, 91. That okay. was the height of his greaseball. It says here they got married in 93, so that must. Yeah, be I it. think they, yeah. things like cooked up, or maybe they were already together on the set. But that movie was all there was two chemistry. Oh, yeah. And uh, Kelly Ripa, Thursday's episode of Live with Kelly and Michael. She appeared to take a jab at ABC uh, by making a joke about contract negotiations. There was a wildlife expert on who brought in a screaming armadillo. And they said the reason he's screaming is he's small. And when a predator comes along, he scares it away with the scream. And she goes, good, maybe I'll bring it into my contract negotiations with me. Oh, no, no you didn't, Kelly. Because she's tiny and she screams. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right. Win $100 and get registered to choose one of four great prizes valued at $5,000. It's Pick Your Prize, only on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941.